So I just say it? Is that the plan? Yeah. Sound enthusiastic when you say it. I am enthusiastic. <laughs> Cheap Talk 66, the Nielsen Trust Review and upcoming dates. Wonderful. That worked? Yep. It's time for some Cheap Talk. Hey, this is Dax Nielsen. Hey, this is Miles Nielsen from the Nielsen Trust, and you're listening to, to Cheap, Cheap Talk. Talk. Hello, kitties. Welcome to another episode of Cheap Talk. I'm your host, Tracy Yashulis, and today we'll be talking about the Nielsen Trust Show held on April 2nd in Waukegan, Illinois. Joining me today is my special guest and partner in crime, Mary Kirsten. Say hello, Mary. Hello, Mary. <laughs> there will also be another special guest who will be joining us just a little bit later. For those of you who do not know, the Nielsen Trust, or TNT as they are also known, is a family band featuring Rick and Dax of Cheap Trick, Miles, Fast Dave McClellan, and Adam Laman of Miles Nielsen and the Rest of Hearts, as well as Kelly Stort, Miles' wife. The family formed this band over a year ago at the suggestion of their mother, Karen Nielsen, and I think it was a good idea. The show on April 2nd was the first show with a live audience since TNT played with Blackberry Smoke on September 25th at the Rockford Rivet Stadium. As you all know, their 2020 tour was halted after only about two shows at Monk's in the Wisconsin Dells. Fortunately, Mary and I were also at those shows. So we basically ended our concert going with the Nielsen Trust, and now we have begun again with the Nielsen Trust. Isn't that great, Mary? It is totally awesome. <laughs> All right, Mary, why don't you talk a little bit about the COVID precautions that were taken uh, or put in place for the show in Waukegan? Sure. I really think it started with the size of the crowd. There were only 50 people at this show, so it was really easy for them to space us out. They were tables of two people, and everything was definitely six feet apart or more. But I really think it started as soon as we went in to check in. They kept us distanced, and they also checked our temperature, which was great. And then we were escorted to our seats where they gave us all the rules, I guess, at that point. They said to keep our masks on when leaving the table. But when we were at the table, we could take them off because we were able to eat and drink. And to place our orders, we didn't have to like go to the bar or anything. We were able to use these cards that we put on our table number, if you could get it to stay there. Right, Tracy? Yeah, really. I had a hard time with that. <laughs> and the thing that really surprised me the most was that we couldn't use cash for anything. I guess I should have expected it, but we found that the whole weekend that we weren't able to really use cash it at any places to do almost anything. Yeah, that was slightly inconvenient since we both brought cash. <laughs> exactly. So how did you feel about the way it was handled? I, I think it was really good. I mean, people didn't like go to each other's tables and talk to each other with their masks off or anything like that. I didn't feel uncomfortable at any point. And this, all the wait staff, everybody you interacted with had their masks on and were very professional. I agree. I, I thought it was done in a really professional way. Everybody seemed to be okay with all of the rules. And, uh, you know, it. I think it just went really well. 
And I'm glad because that means maybe there'll be more of that. Exactly. All right. Well, let's dive right into the show. They took the stage around 8.30. It may have been slightly past that, but probably not by much. That was their scheduled time to start. And they opened up the show with the song Borderline. After that, we got Just Got Back, He's a Whore, Downed, Didn't Know I Had It, Need Your Love, Why Oh Why Oh Why, Tonight It's You, Voices, Can't Hold On, Southern Girls, Oh Caroline, World's Greatest Lover, California Man, I Want You to Want Me, Good Night, and then they came back for an encore of Surrender without Rick at the very end. Thank you. 
was followed by Just Got Back. I would have loved Just Got Back to be the opener. Absolutely. I think that would have been appropriate at considering. What do you think, Mary? Absolutely. I was, this whole time, I've been thinking that should be the first song when they start to play back. Right. I was really surprised. I mean, there's a couple other ones related to, you know, being gone for a while and they could have picked, but whatever. And then we move on to some other things that I thought were noteworthy and you can chime in with any thoughts that you have mary he's a whore i thought was fun it seems kelly really enjoys doing that song they all seem to be like silly having fun during that song and i thought that was pretty cool to watch yes i i think it's interesting because you know rick is always piping in with some things and then you're it's funny to watch miles try to reel him back in each time yes Yes, very funny. They, they definitely have good <laughs> stage rapport, I guess you'd say. Absolutely.
another one was Need Your Love. I thought that Miles just did an amazing job on the vocals for that song. Because yeah. it's it's a little tricky, you know, and I thought it sounded fantastic. Yes. Going into the the jam of the whole thing. I mean, that was just totally rocking. Everybody's just going and going, you know, it just, it was awesome. Yeah, I think so. And then Can't Hold On, which is sung by Kelly. Well, like it blows me away every time she sings it. it it's just, she her voice is incredible. Anybody who has never heard Kelly Stewart sing is missing out because she just has an incredible voice and she did that song justice. Absolutely.
great harmonies like some that we've been missing sort of with cheap trick shows they don't do the harmonies quite like they used to back in the day and you know and this sort of brought that back with them doing it in the nielsen trust i think what do you think absolutely i love voices you know that (laughs) and every time they play it i just i just love it and I sit there and I sing along like everybody else. And it just, it brings me there. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I do.
about world's greatest lover world's greatest lover when we saw them in the wisconsin dells and rick sang the first verse i was shocked but thrilled at the same time because you know rick always says that he's not a singer and they did it once again and it was better i think he sounded actually even better this time Yes, definitely. And not only that, but at the end of the song, Rick was so proud of himself because he nailed both guitar solos in that song. And he he had not done that <laughs> the last time that we saw them. And I thought that that was, that was freaking awesome also. I mean, he nailed it. Yes, he did. It was really great. Yeah. 
just every time that they were able to really jam and just, you know, playing together, it was just solid and fun. And you could tell that they were having fun with each other up on the stage. And it just, you could feel it out in the audience. It was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Just to note, I thought it was really cool that Rick was going into the crowd with his guitar and playing. Not that it was a crowd, but into the audience. And he seemed to be having so much fun with that. Like you could see the pure happiness on his face the entire show. And he was smiling from ear to ear the entire time. And I just thought that was awesome. Totally. I think it was so funny when Rick started flinging picks, they were just like popping up in the air. And I was like, oh my goodness, he's been so out of practice. (laughs) That's right. And they were like whizzing past our ear and going all kinds of weird places. But then there was that pick feeding frenzy that happened when he threw them all out onto the floor and like people came scrambling from everywhere because they weren't close enough to have them flung to them otherwise. Right. Just like the old days. <laughs> yeah. And then how he had them coming up in line for a pick, sort of like he was giving communion. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. He was so funny. He When he was coming back for, to the stage from being out in the in the audience with his guitar, I felt this hand on the top of my head and it was like messing up my hair, you know? like a robust tussle of the hair. And I was first, I was like, what the hell? And I look, I know it's freaking Rick (laughs) as he's going back up. (laughs) And then the ending well, Rick left the stage after good night and we thought it might be over, but then everybody, but Rick came back out and they did Miles's version of surrender, which I thought sounded amazing as always. I loved his version of surrender. Yes, I love when they play it on their corn streams. Yeah, me too. And it's just, even though it's slower, it uh, it is a amazing different version of it. I love it. And they sounded so good. That was a nice way to end the show. The show ended at approximately 1030, which was a good two hours. So that was good, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now we're going to try to bring in another special guest. And he has his kids with him. Welcome back to Cheap Talk. And hello there. Hello there. How are you? Is this an audio call only? Yes. We'll look at you if you'd like. That's okay. No, we've been out in the rain. I look hilarious. But I'm... I'm out here with the boys, so it's going to be loud. That's all right. We like the boys. They're they're welcome. And just welcome back. Thanks for joining us again on this lovely podcast that we do. My pleasure. We were just reviewing your show from Waukegan last Friday. Right, right. It was so much fun to be together again. It was. And I just have a couple of questions for you. Uh, you don't, you know, that way you don't have to hang around for too long. <laughs> So how did it feel to be able to play in front of people again that you could actually see? It was the first time I've been in front of people in general that I've been fully vaccinated. And so was Rick and everybody in the band is vaccinated. So it didn't feel like we were doing something totally wrong. And I feel like the place was uh, socially distanced. I think we could have fit a few more people in there, to be (laughs) honest. But I'd rather be safe than sorry. 
But uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. I think it was one of the best shows we played, as far as the band goes, because we were all comfortable and we we've done a handful of shows and live streams now. So that was it was great. And by the way, we are talking to Dax Nielsen, drummer extraordinaire from Cheap Trick, as well as the Nielsen Trust. In case anybody didn't get that. Yeah, we uh, we felt real comfortable, thought they did a really good job with their um, social distancing and all of those things. So, yeah, I think we were probably more excited than you were to be there, though. Not <laughs> so uh, did you have any reservations about doing the show uh, like before you were actually there? Oh, definitely. I mean, I don't I throughout the last 14 months, I've only basically gone to the grocery store and back. Um you know, one, I'm 40 years old, so I'm not too worried about getting sick and being very ill or having long-lasting effects. But my job has been disappeared. <laughs> I haven't been able to work with Cheap Trick for over a year because of the, the pandemic. So I've been doing my part as well as trying not to get sick. So we did one other, you know, performance with a crowd. And that was an outdoor baseball stadium in Rockford. And those are the only two things we've done because, you know, we definitely didn't want to put anybody at risk ever. And we wanted to have fun. We wanted to the crowd to have fun and everybody be comfortable and have, you know be safe so definitely reservations we you know we didn't say yes until we knew exactly the room size and how many people were going to be there and, and what the precautions were so yes right i can understand that um i'm hoping that the way that went down leads to shows like that yeah hey iver say hi 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 iver hi mom that's not <laughs> <laughs> this is all the, uh, the people that like daddy's music. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Hold on. I got to put headphones on him. Give me one second. Yep. No problem. Oh, I told you it'd be hectic. <laughs> That's a great view. <laughs> my, my wonderful life. Okay. You so, know, it's all for the question? having kids. <laughs> okay. So I noticed that you were only playing, you only had a snare, your bass drum, and two cymbals. Is that going to be your setup for future shows, or was that just a one-time thing? Uh, I actually, I love that. Uh, I used to be in a band called A Fine Frenzy, and I only played actually a three-piece, so even one more drum than the other night. But um, no, to be honest, because of the social distancing and all that, that room that we played was a smaller room. And the, and the stage was very small. Like, there was nobody in front of anybody. We were all lined up side by side. And so they basically said, like, we advise that you don't bring a, a, a normal-sized drum set. So I figured out what I could bring, and it worked out just fine. Well, yeah, you did a hell of a job. I mean, it, nobody would have cared <laughs> otherwise. I, I, no, you know? I, I, I'm one of those drummers. I think the, the less options you have, the more creative you can be. You know, if you got 100 drums... You're going to be doing drum fills all over the place and stepping on everybody's toes. So I think it was better to only be able to keep the time and get creative when necessary. Makes sense. So how are your set lists determined? Is it a group decision or one person primarily picks the songs? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I, I've <laughs> actually I've seen a couple of comments about why aren't we playing Harmony Riley or, or Miles Nielsen songs? As much as you know, as planned, and it was just well. That was on my list as well. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, one out of necessity because you know getting together to rehearse during all this time is not exactly easy. And you know, it, one you know one person says, "Hey, you know, I had to do something, and you know, I might not be as safe as possible. So should we get together?" And you know that kind of thing. So right, you know, we weren't able to rehearse as much as we'd like, and then you know, 
our shows, typically we want to play for three hours and then we can do question and answer. We can do all the songs we know and do all it and stretch out a bit more. But, you know, they definitely, once again, because of all the things, you know, they wanted to limit it to a certain amount of time that people were all together and limit how many people were there. So, yeah, I mean, we, we have a, a pretty long list of songs we know, but we definitely wanted to play the songs that we were the most comfortable with that we've played, you know, you know, makes sense without being able to rehearse as much as we'd like. It's like we don't want to go out there and just wing it. And that was not very good, even though that <laughs> that's fun as well, because, you know, with Cheap Trick, we try to mix it up. And if we screw up, we'll start over or, you know, we'll just do the best we can. So. Well, and fans like us love that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah, we do, too. You know, I think when we actually get to play shows again, we're going to play more of the things and, you know, we'll give Rick a break. So Miles and Kelly can do some stuff or, you know, we can mix it up a bit more with me on guitar or, you know, all the stuff that we want to do. It just in a shorter time frame, it's we'd rather give a solid performance of all the stuff that we're, you know, that we do best. And then, you know, unfortunately, we had, like I said, we haven't had the rehearsal time or the set length to do more of the stuff that we want to do. But that will come when we do our real, like more, you know, actual shows. Yeah. Not that uh, that wasn't an actual, you know what I'm trying to say. I do, I do. <laughs> do you have a favorite song to do? Oh, man. I mean, with Nielsen Trust. The World's Greatest Lover is really, that was the one that we all were kind of trepidatious about trying because it's really elaborate and the vocals are um, like you know impossible and then that was that was the one that we all felt like we all did the best every time anyways so that kind of be that that became our probably our favorite song to play i love playing y-o-y-o-y and made a cello the made a cello is hard because you have to actually you have to bring an extra guitar which you know sounds easier than it actually is and it's one more thing to to lug around for one song you know yep but that one's a fun one to do i love i love doing them all because it's it's I get to play with Miles and Kelly, which I never get to do, and I just get to play at all these days. is great. So, I imagine, yes. You know, people ask me about "I Want You to Want Me." It's like, do you ever get sick of that? Well, first of all, no, I don't, because I'm still the new guy and all that stuff. But, <laughs> um, hold on one second, sorry. Hey, Ivor, please don't turn that. Don't don't flip any knobs, okay? That's a power button. It'll, it'll turn my computer off. Yeah, just don't touch any buttons. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, He's but, pushing you know, your buttons. Every audience is different. Every <laughs> every you know stage is different. If you're playing outside or inside, you know, no matter what, if you play the same song every night, it's still a different performance of it, and you see different friends in the audience or fans, and you know. So I, yep. it's silly to say, but they're all my favorite. The fact I get to play any of those songs, I you know, you all know, I never planned on being Chip Trick. So the fact that. I get to play these songs with those guys or, you know, with the Nielsen Trust is just, you know, it's a pleasure. Well, and it's not weird to say that they're all your favorite because I say they're all my favorite. So, you know. Right. There you go. We can't choose just one. Well, I have one favorite, but then I love all the rest, too. You know, so I understand. I remember somebody saying that you guys were working on some originals. How's uh, that going? And is <laughs> a plan for an album? Uh, I believe everybody's kind of writing on their own and bringing stuff that would fit the band. Uh, once again, we haven't really been able to get together much, you know. So, hypothetically and hopefully, yes, we will have originals. But no, currently that has not really come to fruition. Have you done any practicing or recording in your new studio with them? Not with them. No, and I'm as you saw on Instagram today. I'm just 
just getting mic'd up. This has been a, a quite a long process, as you can as you can tell by this phone call. I've got my hands full at all times. <laughs> <laughs> even when my even when I have an hour off, it's still like okay, you've got one hour to get everything you want to get done, which doesn't ever work out. So, uh, no practicing with them, but myself, I'm finally getting to play quite a bit. Well, that's awesome. That's a plus. It is. So do you have a favorite thing about doing these shows with your family? Like one thing about it that's your favorite? Uh, I, I, it's, it's funny because it makes me cringe, but I do love the question and answer parts where, you know, <laughs> Rick says some Rodney Dangerfield things and Miles tells funny stories and, you know, the whole that it's always good for a laugh. And typically we're not laughing on stage. We're, we're you know, we're, very not very serious but we're it's you're doing a concert you're not doing a, a question and answer kind of thing so those that's that's what's really unique about the nielsen trust you know at this point yeah i sort of missed the question and answer portion of the show that this past show because we didn't have that and they're always it's always entertaining <laughs> yeah it was good well we, uh, did, did we not i thought we did like at the other shows there was a card we could fill out with a question or whatever and we didn't right right i think somebody yelled a question to you other than that, that it yeah i just there was this there was this lady named tracy in the front row i just she just my my attention was completely taken <laughs> the whole time <laughs> she can be she can be something she's she's a little much sometimes uh, that's funny yeah. that's no i mean my, that's the thing about being the drummer too and i i, I chose to be a drummer in a band i played guitar and piano and whatever else but i never wanted to be the front man i never wanted to be the one with the mic and i never wanted to be the one doing all the questions so for me it's funny just to sit back and listen to those guys ramble off whatever comes to their brains and and sometimes it's pretty darn funny i can't it is yeah. rick rick alone is an entertaining <laughs> guy <laughs> uh, well, I just want to say thank you from all of us at the podcast for you guys doing all those live streaming shows that you did because it it was like it brought us quality music at a time that was really tough for a lot of us. No, us, thank you. Especially us who are used to going to a lot of shows and it just got stopped. Ugh. Just happened one day. I know. We saw you guys in, at Monk's and later that night we kind of realize we're probably not going to play the next 10, <laughs> 10 shows maybe we'll reschedule them for summer and then summer happened and then how about december and december went by and now it's like well are we ever going to be able to make up these shows well uh speaking of that there are some dates that i'm going to rattle off here for um coming up in june and from what i'm gathering most of these shows are drive-in shows yeah that's what it looks like People are going to be in their cars. So now I have to go buy a convertible because my Mustang's just not going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> and here are the Nielsen Trust tour dates for the summer of 2021. June 3rd at the Adler Theater in Davenport, Iowa. June 4th at the River's Edge Amphitheater in Hamilton, Ohio. June 5th at the Berglund Center in Roanoke, Virginia. June 6th at the historic Rural Hill in Huntersville, North Carolina. June 11th at Boomer's Stadium in Schaumburg, Illinois. June 12th at the Rhythm Section Amphitheater in Mount Carroll, Illinois. June 13th at Knuckleheads, Kansas City, Missouri. June 17th at Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg, Virginia. 
June 19th at the Pat Garrett Amphitheater in Bethel, Pennsylvania, June 20th at the Rams Head Live, Annapolis, Maryland, and June 22nd at Vinosky Winery, Bell Vernon, Pennsylvania. They will be co-headlining with Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. And if you have any questions about how to obtain tickets, you can go to thenielsentrust.com. I'm hoping that there might be more added to that. Any thoughts on that? Uh, well, I mean, we kind of hoping we can do a lot. It's just the problem. The main thing is we've booked all these shows that have gotten postponed and canceled and rebooked. And, it, you know, nobody wants to take the risk of booking more shows that are just going to get, you know, I mean, we all think, okay, vaccinations are happening and great. And then all of a sudden, well, here comes the fourth wave. So maybe it's not a good time to book more shows. So I wish I had an answer for you. I really do. I don't know if I'm going to be sitting at home for another eight months or if we're going to do a hundred shows this year. I have no idea. Understandable. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully we book a lot more, you know, I think if, if, if cheap tricks not able to tour because of, of the size of the crowds that we typically play for, and we know with enough head time ahead, then, you know, Nielsen trust is from a hundred to we'll just say 400 people that will definitely happen sooner than thousands of people, you know, and I'll be there. Yeah. So annoying the drummer as usual. Never. I just wish <laughs> I wish I knew anything. I mean, it, it's that's been the hardest part for any industry, not just music, but any people just when can we go do that again? Uh, nobody can tell you. We don't know. So you make vacation plans and then that, you know, that doesn't happen or you book shows. So I don't know. It's the unknown, the not knowing anything these days is just the hardest part of, of life. Yeah, for everyone. Mary, any thoughts or questions? I'm curious what you're really missing from the road. I mean, besides us. <laughs> yeah, besides you guys? Well, I've even seen you off the road. So yeah. <laughs> you, you came through Rockford. What, when was that? Like September, October? No, it was right before your birthday. It was July. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Just... Time just flies, doesn't it? it sure uh, does. I really miss, I mean, I've been doing this for 23 years now. Basically, 97, 98 is when I started going on the road, and I really haven't stopped since. So, I mean, I've kind of got friends everywhere I go, so I miss seeing my friends. I miss doing what I do for a living, because that's what I always wanted to do for a living. And to not be able to do that is just so hard. Being home has been fantastic. But uh, I miss the restaurants. As you all know, I like to eat. <laughs> I don't miss the 15 pounds I've lost, because I'm not eating out at restaurants and drinking a bunch of beer. That's my, that was my favorite part about the road, eating and drinking. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, obviously, music is the the you know playing with with Tom and Robin. I miss those guys a whole bunch, and just seeing friends and and fans. Believe it or not, I miss the meet and greets. Those are those are always interesting. <laughs> you know, that's a part of your day. You're like, oh man, who's gonna say what and who's gonna tell? <laughs> you know, like who's gonna show up today? Well, Tracy and Mary will, of course, but well, of who course. Else? <laughs> and there's always there's always those wacky people that dress like Rick or you know dress like somebody in the band. And, oh yeah, which I'm yeah. sure a Kiss is used to because you know people put the makeup on, but like somebody to dress up like Rick, it's just like who is this person? You know. <laughs> so too funny. I miss uh, it all. I really do. It's been it's totally cliche, but it's been a blessing to be home with these little guys. But at some point, I need to go back to work. Hopefully sooner than later, but I'm enjoying this time while I have it because my friend Todd plays drums for Sticks and he's been fully quarantined 
throughout this thing. He goes, you know what? I'm doing my part. He's like, I'm, I'm fine with how I'm doing it. You know, he's not going, he's not even going to the grocery store. He's having it delivered as far as I know. Wow. Um, and he said, you know what? Someday this will all be a long time ago. He's like, and so I'm doing my part right now. So I, I, that's kind of like how I've, that's, you know, that makes me feel better about all of it. Cause time does go by. Can you believe it's been over a year? I'm like, wow. At times it felt long, but right now, you know, wow, that was already a year ago. Oh, okay. And hopefully there are more of us thinking that way than there are of the others who aren't. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I know Mary and I are this little trip that we took to, to Illinois crazy. was like the first thing we've done since that summer trip. And other than that, we're hermits. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I wish everybody did. I think that that's not going to happen unless you're in a country that forces everybody to stay in. But it's America. So. Yes, it is. People, uh, people are going to do what they want because it's their right kind of thing. I guess. That's their mentality. That is a fact. <laughs> so, therefore, you can only do your part. And even if it's a small part, it's hopefully helping. And I don't regret staying home. I don't regret not going to dinner or going out to the bar to see my buddies. Like, who cares? <laughs> well, look at we'll see them again later. And that restaurant will hopefully still be there in a year. You know, you know look at those two little guys you got to spend all your time with. Oh, it's the best. I mean, they're growing like weeds, I will say. They're adorable, though. Thank you. So the new album is out. Yes. Hooray, the new Cheap Trick album. Yes. And we're all excited about it, and it sounds fantastic. Um, Would you be interested in coming back another time and talking about that new album? Absolutely. The thought that we're actually talking about a new album coming out, you know, it's it's not, for us, it's not that new because we recorded it prior to the pandemic obviously right. it didn't come out last summer because we weren't touring so you know for us it's two years old but it's still even when i listen to it now it's like oh man they're all brand new songs so right yes yeah, so let's talk about that some other time yes uh i think it's going to be something worth talking about from what i've heard i so. really like it i'll uh, you know what i'm critical and i've played it for a few people and i'm proud to play it for them so yeah i, I like it i like what i've heard other than that, I think that's all I have to ask. How about you, Mary? Yeah, I'm good. Well, it was really talkative nice. as always, Mary. <laughs> she knows me. I just I'm the talker. So. Yeah, if this is a if this is a foreigner uh, Skype call, I'm sure she'd do all the talking. Yeah, I probably wouldn't even wouldn't even be invited if that were the case. I don't know. Um, Don't move those microphones. It was really nice, you know, having your kids appear. It's sort of a little peek at the the next generation of the Nielsen Trust. Ah, so fun. Um, Maybe. You know, I've seen them playing the drums a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. I I know people probably like to see that kind of stuff. I just don't think about it when I'm at home. You know, Tracy, you know, we chat now and again on Messenger, and I'm always like, I turn my notifications off, and I go on when I have the time. You know, I I should post more. Now Now that the studio's up and kind of really running, I'm going to start trying to post more videos and just live well, stuff, you know, go live and tell people what I'm up you. to. <laughs> yeah, you know, you I'm not do a fan. You. I, I follow some people and I, I truly think they overpost. And it's like, yeah. man, this guy's posting again, like four times today. Like, I don't need to see this, you know. <laughs> and then you start to mute those people. So I try to only post the really good stuff. Yeah. So. Okay, Ivor. Well, guys, I think, All right. that, I think that was the window. Yeah. All <laughs> not, right. not, the, well, not the glass window, the, my window of time. Thanks for joining us. And I look forward to the next time I can see you and also the next time that you're on this great podcast that we have. Yes. Hey, Ivor Siggy, come say goodbye. Okay, come here. Say goodbye to my friends. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Okay, we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. That was awesome. It was awesome. He hit on a bunch of things that I was going to bring up, which is great. The part about including Rusted Hearts and, and Harmony Rally songs in the set list. Right. Which I was going to ask about, but he basically explained that. So uh, that was great. Mm -hmm. So we're going to wrap up this episode of Cheap Talk. Thank you all for listening. And we'd also like to thank Dax for joining us. And I'd like everybody to know that we'll be doing more roundtables with the Cheap Talk B team, Robert Lawson and myself. So more Cheap Talk is coming your way. So we will see you all in the next episode of Cheap Talk. Say see ya, Mary. See ya, Mary. <laughs> and that's our show. Trick Chat is an online nonprofit audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to Cheap Trick or any of their members past or present. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes to buy it. If you enjoyed this show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying keep cheap tricking. <laughs> Don't now. Now really, everybody cool it, because I won't be able to get through this. Action. Hey, wow. It's a groovy button. What does it say? Love is the ultimate trip. Oh, gee, that's a nice thought. Gee, that's a neat button. What does it say? <laughs> Let's go again. This is, so this is Cheap Trucks. <laughs> you know, I haven't been able to say pendulum all day, so it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell her about the blooper stuff. <laughs> they used to always put some bloopers at, they, you haven't done that for a while, though. It's, it's, it's papers taped everywhere so that, so Ken doesn't shame me about rattling my papers. There you go. Oh, hey, this is for you, Ken. Hot. <laughs> okay, you ready, Mary? Sure, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta stop laughing first. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm very talkative, as you can tell. <laughs> hey, too. <laughs> and Mary, by the way, Ken's nipples were hard during this... Uh, conversation just so you know okay well i i hope i did okay i just so we <laughs>